It's a seller's market in Pennsylvania if you're looking for a house. And Republican Congressman Scott Perry may find himself called as a witness in the Georgia election interference case. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast where the only agenda is you. Support for The Morning Agenda comes from the city of Lancaster, helping create a magical holiday season in Lancaster City by offering shopping from nearly 150 small businesses to find gifts for friends and family. More details can be found at visitlancastercity.com. A good morning to you. It is Thursday, December 7th, and this is being recorded at 9.18 a.m. Of course, in 1941 on this day, the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, bringing the United States into the Second World War. I'm your host, Tim Lambert and resident World War II geek, and I'm going to take you on a daily trip around the region's top stories right now. Pennsylvanians have until January 15th to purchase their 2024 health coverage on the state-based insurance exchange that's known as Penny. Sarah Bowden with our friends at WESA in Pittsburgh reports on what consumers like you can expect to pay in premiums in the next year. Penny insurance is a common option for people who don't have employer-based coverage and who aren't enrolled in a government program such as Medicaid. Coleman Drake researches health policy and management at the University of Pittsburgh. He says premiums on Penny are going up by nearly 4% next year. However, most people won't see this price increase because they qualify for subsidies. And when you receive subsidies, the size of the premium increase, whether it's 4% or 40% or 200%, largely does not matter for people that receive subsidies. Now, Penny reports that nearly 9 out of 10 people with insurance through the program qualify for some subsidy. Well, Pennsylvania Realtors say it is still a seller's market statewide, but good luck if you're a buyer without the cash on hand who needs a mortgage. Kristen Mosbrucker-Garza with our friends at WHYY in Philadelphia brings you the details now on the most recent home sale data. About 9,900 homes were sold in October across PA. While any home sales stimulate the economy, the volume of sales were down 20 percent compared to October 2022. Fewer home sales is not about lackluster demand, but the opposite, says Al Perry, president of the PA Association of Realtors. About six years ago, there were 76,000 homes for sale statewide. Um, we're operating at about half that listing inventory now that we had just back then, 2017. You know, we're at 36,000. You know, on our state listings now. Yeah, I mean that's been part of our part of our issue here is that reduced supply. Okay, so Perry says it's a combination of factors that include low inventory and high prices. While the Federal Reserve sets the underlying rate, it is up to mortgage lenders like banks to decide how much to charge. And a doctor in the Philadelphia region is studying media coverage of gun violence and its impacts. Carmen Russell Sluchansky is also with WHYY, and he has the details. Every day, hundreds of people are shot in the U.S., resulting in daily news reports that often sound something like this. Chaos and terror on a moving subway in Brooklyn during rush hour. An argument leads to gunfire. Two people shot, one an innocent bystander. Such coverage dehumanizes the victims and their communities, according to Dr. Jessica Beard, a trauma surgeon at Temple Health who studies gun violence. The first thing people think when you get shot is you did something. The National Institutes of Health just awarded Dr. Beard a grant to expand on her prior findings by taking a deeper look at how such harm disproportionately affects people 
people of color and their neighborhoods. Fire and violence is concentrated in neighborhoods that are most marginalized. Beard is partnering with the Philadelphia Center for Gun Violence Reporting and expects the two-year $450,000 grant will lead to guidelines for the media to follow. As you know, every day I go through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania just to find a few stories to put on your radar because they could cover issues that may impact you and your community in the future. So here's what you need to know. Prosecutors in Georgia may want to hear from mid-state Republican Congressman Scott Perry. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution reports he's among nearly 200 people on the Fulton County Prosecutor's witness list who could be called in their investigation into former President Donald Trump's election interference case. Others on the list include former Vice President Mike Pence and ex-Attorney General Bill Barr. The names were provided to the media organization by several people who've reviewed the witness list and confirmed by some who've been told that they could be called to testify. The case now has 15 defendants, including the former president and former White House chief of staff, Mark Meadows. They have been accused of engaging in a racketeering conspiracy to overturn the results of Georgia's 2020 election. Now, you may remember just last week, we told you about references to Congressman Perry's communications over his role in attempting to overturn the 2020 election results were among documents that were briefly unsealed in another court fight. He represents the 10th Congressional District, which encompasses Dauphin County and portions of Cumberland and York counties. Law enforcement officers in Pennsylvania rank 14th in the country when it comes to how much they make. The York Daily Record reports police and sheriff's officers earn an average of $75,260 each year. Now, that's according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. The 2022 salary data shows the Philadelphia region employs more officers, about 13,000, than almost any other metropolitan area in the nation. Officers in the Gettysburg area are taking home the biggest paychecks in the Commonwealth. They have an average annual salary of $83,790. So Pennsylvania's average salary for law enforcement officers is in the middle of the pack compared to neighboring states, surpassing Ohio, Maryland, and West Virginia, but trailing New York, New Jersey, and Delaware. Departments across the nation are boosting wages and offering bonuses as they struggle to hire and keep officers. Just remember, The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcast and on WITF's YouTube channel. So, tell me about the song that you are thinking about the most today. Which one are you listening to? You're streaming, maybe, as you do your work. Reach out to me on Twitter or Blue Sky. I'm at TLambert895 on both platforms. I want to hear it. want to know what it is. Let me know. And also, check out our Spotify playlist. It's called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, December 2023. And today, I'm going with Pearl Jam's Black. That is going to do it for The Morning Agenda, that daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. Now, support comes from the city of Lancaster, helping create a magical holiday season in the city by offering shopping from nearly 150 small businesses to find gifts for family and friends. More information can be found at visitlancastercity.com. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Your company is always appreciated. So be well. Enjoy the rest of this day where we actually saw some snow this morning. And we'll talk again tomorrow.